Greetings, Patriots. This is Perry Green. Thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. I hope these are beneficial to you because I really enjoy doing them and I hope they're helpful. Yesterday, I spoke briefly about Columbus for the federal holiday named for him. As I mentioned, there are hate-filled groups that want to remove Columbus from our history. Even a senator from Oklahoma wants to replace Columbus Day by establishing a federal holiday for Juneteenth. I think it would be a mistake to remove Columbus. I also think it is important to honor the Native Americans as we have with Columbus with our Native Americans Day, or sometimes referred to as Indigenous Peoples Day. I'm including in today's devotional some excerpts from my book, Our U.S. Holidays, Volume 1, Faith, Hope, and Liberty. There's a story of a Native American named Eli Parker who was born in 1828 in the Tonawanda Seneca tribe in the Iroquois Confederation in western New York. He became a leader in his tribe and trained to become a civil engineer. In 1857, he moved to Galena, Illinois, where he worked as a civil engineer for the Treasury Department. It was here that he and U.S. Grant became friends. When the Civil War started, Parker tried several times to join the Union Army as a civil engineer, but he was turned down because they said he was not a citizen. He approached the Secretary of State, William Seward, and was told that this was an affair between white men and we will settle our own troubles among ourselves without any Indian aid. And he was told to go home. Eventually, Grant endorsed Parker and he received his commission as a captain and assistant adjutant general for volunteers. By 1863, he was transferred to General Grant's staff as a military secretary. He became known as the Indian at headquarters. He was promoted to lieutenant colonel and eventually brigadier general. Parker is most remembered for his appearance at Appomattox Courthouse on April 9, 1865, when General Robert E. Lee surrendered the Army of Northern Virginia to Grant. They met there to discuss the terms of surrender. Once the terms were agreed upon, they were to put it into ink and signed. Theodore Bowers attempted to write out the document, but because of his nerves, he was unable to do so. Eli Parker was called upon and did so without any trouble. When Lee recognized Parker as an American Indian, he said, I'm glad to see one real American here. Parker shook his hand and replied, We are all Americans. Whether we're from the original native tribes in America, or have immigrated to America, or have been born as citizens in America, we are Americans. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, our shining moments and our dark ones. But because God shed His grace on us, we can rise together as one nation under God. When you think about the monumental accomplishments of this country, they came by a variety of people. Some were Native Americans, some were blacks, some were European descent, and others of Asian. Regardless of our origins, Americans have learned to stand together through thick and thin. Comanche Quanah Parker was born about 1854. His father was Comanche. His mother was a white woman who had been kidnapped and raised by the Comanche as a child. Parker was a war leader of the most traditional clan of the Comanche tribe. He resisted every attempt at peace until he and his tribe were defeated by General Renald Slidell McKenzie in 1875. Parker learned to accept 
the reservation life. He became a prophet and founder of the Native American Church. He learned the ways of the white man, became successful in ranching. He was generous to his people who were in need to the extent that he gave away so much of his money that he died penniless. He saw himself as an American, not just a Comanche. In February 1911, he spoke to a crowd gathered at the state fair in Dallas, Texas, and said this, Now I am a citizen of the United States. I pay taxes, same as you do. We are the same people now. Jesus' prayer for unity came to mind for me when I think about such differences among people. He prayed in John 17, verse 20 and 21, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. As we close today, I want to encourage you to keep the light of unity burning.